Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. And I'm Evan Novi williams and this is the Connor Mania Sports Business Podcast, The Sportacast. Giving you a D, we'll ask Jamie Faulkner, president of BizOps for the Blackhawks. Jamie, I like to rate often Eben's introduction after I say, hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. He says, and you're listening to, I mean, Connor Mania, it just seems so, I don't know, boring. It seemed predictable. For a 9 a.m. on a Friday morning, the energy was good. I'll take Energy's always I'll good. Take that. I'll I, take that. <laughs> I, I will say the en- ener- energy is always good from Eben, but I am way more uh, concerned with the creative. Like, I... <laughs> You know, the energy should always be there. What do, they, what do they say in sports? Like, effort shouldn't slump? Yeah. Well, well at least that, he didn't copy. Everybody's saying Bedard effect. He's, that's the first time I've heard Connor Mania, to his credit. So. All right. Well, USPTO.gov, and then you can license that to the Blackhawks, and maybe it'll, maybe it'll catch on. I mean, I'm assuming that that's been your life for the last, I mean, obviously, 48 hours, but it's been Connor, Connor, Connor for how long, Jamie? Give, give it to me in the best way you can. I would say May 8th, I can't even remember what time that we were announced that we had the first pick. 60 seconds after that, we have been running 100 miles an hour and haven't stopped. So, yeah, our fans, we've been busy working. They've been busy getting super excited. Yeah, well, I can tell you in the Soshnik household with my focus group of one, as you know, is a triple-A hockey player, plays for the Mid-Fairfield Rangers. We were watching the Junior Championships. Like, we have known Connor Bedard for a while mm-hmm. in the Soshnik household. So do you find, do you have to educate people who this guy is, or are they just swept up in mania? It doesn't really matter. They're just happy to have a guy that they know nothing about. You know what's interesting is, I think if you're in the hockey world, you know who Connor Bedard is. I think what's interesting is if you're a general sports fan, there has been enough hype about him that if you're a sports fan, you are aware of who he is. You may not know the full extent of why he's so popular, but you know enough to say he's the next Connor McDavid. He's being compared to Wayne Gretzky. Um, in fact, I went to the Cubs game in London. Um, so I just got back, went from London to the draft. Um, and they took whole crew out there uh, for the games and there was tons of chatter and excitement, even amongst that group who are generally sports fans, baseball fans, talking about the draft um, and excitement and being aware of Connor. So, uh, and I don't know, do you guys watch the NHL awards? Because I felt like that was just one big advertisement for yeah. Connor. So I think the NHL is doing a really good job too of 
put he's not he's not just the face of the future of the Blackhawks. I think he's the face of the future of the National Hockey yeah. League. Evan, by the way, do you know what I just heard, by the way, when Jamie just said that? Mm. I heard Ryan and Reynolds is taking a five percent stake in the Blackhawks. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard. I'm just telling you that's what I that's the future here. Just I, just I, guessing. I remember a few months ago, Jamie, the the night the, the draft lottery happened, I believe there were let's go Blackhawks chants at the at the White Sox game when when it showed up on the Jumbotron that, that Chicago had had gotten the number one pick. Uh, so it certainly they, feels as though the whole city I'm sure is is really excited as well so the crazy thing about that night so the Cubs were playing in Chicago they put it up on the video board played Chelsea Dagger the whole stadium went crazy the White Sox were in Kansas City Mm. and the and so they they obviously Kansas City didn't put it up on their video board but the uh dugout knew about it and they started going crazy enough that it drew attention to the broadcasters so yeah I mean if you're if you're a sports fan uh, for the city of Chicago, it's exciting for the Blackhawks, but it's exciting for the whole city. And for folks who don't, for listeners who, who don't know, the the NHL awards top draft pick a little bit differently than the NFL. It's not just your your win loss record. There's a lottery, mm-hmm. um, and you guys had, I believe, it was 11 percent chance heading into the lottery to get the number one overall pick, uh, and yeah. obviously you did. Um, Walk us through that night if you can. I mean, in my mind, like the minute it happens, your phone starts ringing and all the salespeople are rushing to the phones and answering calls. But but what exactly does happen in the, let's just say the three hours after the ping pong balls bounce around and, and suddenly yeah. the, the, the well, franchise fortunes change? I'll share a little bit about the lead up because you have to plan for every scenario, right? So you know at least, okay, we're going to be top five, but you don't know which which slot you're going to get. So we did have a plan for whether or not we got the first pick, but I think everybody just expected we would get four or five. We would be lucky if we fell three, but planned on four or five. And generally we're like, we're going to get a good player. So we're happy. Um, I personally didn't watch any video on Connor Bedard when they started releasing all the videos leading up to the draft. I just didn't want to know. I knew I'd be bitter for any team that got him. Um, so we had every scenario planned, but we really didn't think that would happen. Um, during the draft, we we had our whole team together. We had the live ESPN feed, which means we were not getting any commercials. So after when they went to commercial break, after the announcement of who got the fourth pick, when Kevin Weeks made his mistake on air, my phone started blowing up your top two, your top two, but we had no idea what was going on. Oh, I went over Kevin, to- And I love Kevin. Poor Kevin. <laughs> I mean, well, how exciting though. I mean, it made the- Right, made right. The- breaking news, breaking news, breaking- Blackhawks really in the top that- two. Really broke that news. Um, I went over to Danny showing him my phone. I'm like, have you seen this? He's like, I haven't seen this because it's all over Twitter. And then when they went back to the live feed and announced Columbus had three, I think we all had, you know, out of body experiences because then we were like super happy to have one or two. And when he flipped that card over, when Bill flipped the card over, that place went crazy. Also, our media was, we had our media there ready to do interviews with Kyle. They were in a separate room. They did not have the live feed. They had the feed everybody else you know, just generally watching. So they knew we had gotten one because they heard everybody go crazy in the other room. So it was just a fun experience. We literally high five and hugged everybody in 60 seconds and then immediately sent everybody back upstairs. Get to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're chatting with Jamie Faulkner, president of business operations of the Chicago Blackhawks. Jamie, you just said, oh, the, you know, um, video with Kyle. 
Uh, how about this thing I see going around? What was this man on the street interview that nobody like you didn't know it was Kyle? You guys keep stepping in good luck. I mean, that it was unbelievable for people who don't know. I mean, I, I caught it on Twitter. Yeah. Like some, I don't even know who it was, but some man on the street interview. Yeah. And are mm-hmm. you a hockey fan? And I loved it. So it was your general manager, general Kyle manager. Davis. And the guy had no yeah. idea. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, can you name some hockey players? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and then a litany of Blackhawks, which I, which Johnny I don't know. And still the guy didn't catch yeah. on. Johnny Oduya. That <laughs> was someone who yeah, like, yeah. Does, really does that, do you, can you capitalize on that? Like what, what does that, what does that do for the Hawks? I mean, I think it just continues to like, uh, first of all, we've had incredible luck. Like we are so grateful. And Kyle texted us as soon as that happened. I was happened to be with uh, John Steinmiller. We call Steiny our one of our PR guys because he was like, hey, I just did this. Is this OK? We were like, oh, that's great. That'll be amazing. We didn't know how amazing it was. Till we actually saw it get posted. Um and then it went viral. So we've got people all over the country watching that video, which is great. I think just more exposure and excitement and fun around hockey in general, but certainly around the Blackhawks. Um, and it was great. And if you've seen Kyle and met him, I mean, he's young. <laughs> he was walking down the street with his baseball cap backwards. I mean, he looked like a regular fan. Yeah. Uh, so it was awesome. It was great. And Between- now we've got these shirts made that people are ordering Kyle from Chicago. So... <laughs> I, there, there you go. I love it's it. Been great, yeah. B- between that video and the, I, I don't know if you saw the Tennessee Titans uh, schedule release Titans video too, where they went to mm-hmm. Nashville and talked to people on the street about the logos. Yeah, I'm down for any man on bucks the street. So you can have a smart idea. I'm down for yeah. anything yeah. like that, mm-hmm. whether it's planned or whether it's not planned. You want Jamie, good, apparently you want good content. Go to Nashville and yeah. just talk. To people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go. That's it. Yeah, Nashville yeah. streets are yeah. the are the gold mine. Um, go, yeah. Going back to the the draft night. So so um, you mentioned phones ring off the hook. One of the things I always find amazing in, in modern times about this season tickets are still sold largely by the phone I, i'm just kind of amazed that the phone still plays the not. same role they're actually not 82 okay. percent of our sales were online first mm. of all okay the people calling in were our season ticket holders who hadn't renewed yet oops they were like uh i was planning on renewing yeah or, sure you were you an email wait, wait a minute though. wait a minute wait a minute this is a sales tactic your deadline to renew was it before or did they still have time to renew? No. Well, we had we had deadlines, and then it was like we're going to give you a couple more times, but it was uh-huh. right around sort of the you haven't renewed yet. We're about to release your seats. Okay. And people were panicking. Like, I just want to make sure you know I'm coming back. Um, so it was our season ticket holders calling, and they were so excited our reps couldn't get off the phone with them. So because <laughs> then they want to talk about it, right? So like. Uh, the, the energy was high in the office. You could feel the energy coming through the phones. But yeah, most of our sales, our new sales actually came online. And right, w- Give me w- nitty gritty. Where do we stand? Well, give me the nitty gritty. What, what has been the net net of the Connor effect or, you know, whatever your main need. I've been wondering. Yeah. So sorry, I messed so up going, t-shirt. So going into the May 8th lottery, we were at 80% renewal, which is great given the season we had last year. Um, between May 8th and and I would say yesterday when we ran numbers, we're well over 90% renewed coming back from last year. We've had 3,000 new full sales. So these are new full seats that came in. We actually had more than that, but because we aren't letting brokers in or anybody who acts like a broker, we, and honestly, in that I will tell you, like in the first 48 hours, we gave back 
over $2 million in sales because we were able to identify somebody as a broker or acting as a broker. How, so, how do you identify well, that? that they, they've bought before and, and someone else swiped in? How, how do you know immediately that someone who calls yeah, is, so is, is planning to sell them? So we monitor everybody's usage for the tickets and we can see if you're selling it on the secondary market. We know what prices you're selling it for. So we'll actually monitor um, these accounts for behavior and flags. So, uh, and we do have a lot of a lot of organizations that obviously are transferring their tickets to employees and clients, which is fine. Um, so we're more concerned about those that are selling and the price at which they're selling on the secondary market. Um, and so we have flags for that. But then also on new sales, if you live in a different state and you're buying, you know, you're trying, we actually cap the number of seats you could buy online. But when you're maxing the cap and then you're coming back in to try to buy again, we can flag you. Um, or if the name you give, there's a lot of, I mean, you know, like there's so much data sure. available for yeah. now. We, you might say your name is Scott, but we find out you're actually doing business as something else. And so, um, yeah, so we're constantly monitoring. We've been returning sales. We've been returning sales like crazy. People, said- people will, this is how I'm like, if you're going to be a criminal or do something, <laughs> at least be smart about it. We have people going out buying tickets with their saint and then coming back in and changing their name, but still putting their same step hub account on there. Ugh, ugh. So I'm like, come on, just come on, make it, you're making it too easy. Yeah. Don't, don't make it that easy for us to catch you. So, um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, give, so, give us a headline. Give us a headline. He's been worth what million to the Chicago Blackhawks so far. What can, can you, can you quantify it for me? Probably can't quantify that or the Ooh. that, but I would say in the short term, um, multiple millions of dollars uh, right off the bat for us. Um, and we're not, we're, we got another pop from actual announcing his name in the draft. Um, I also think Kyle, Kyle and his team did an amazing job in the rest of the selections. And so it sort of has been compounded by the excitement of, okay, we've got the best, the best kid in the, in the draft. We got the best, the fastest skater in the draft. We've got one of the, you know, one of the kids everybody thinks is going to be the surprise kid up and coming. So the coverage around the draft has been great. That's given us an additional pop as well. Um, so we're just now starting to tally up the Bedard effect or Connor mania to see what that means for us. What, Here's the what, other thing too, like ahead. on social. So it's not just about the money. It's about engagement, right? So on our social following likes and engagement on uh, posts that maybe used to get a thousand Likes are now getting 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 likes. Um, for example, one of the things we did is we went and compared our announcement um, for Connor and even for Oliver compared to like when Columbus announced Adam, um, when, um, gosh, I'm blanking, um, Anaheim announced Leo, just to compare the likes. Our engagement for our sixth and seventh round picks did better than their post for their first round picks. Oh, I mean, that disappointment for Adam Fantilli. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's just the impact that it's having on everything that we're putting out right now. I, I went and looked actually. I was curious. Um, the 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 tweet you guys had announcing Connor was the was the most engaged tweet you guys had had in the mm-hmm. since 2017. Yeah. Uh, just to show, just how, obviously how how important that yeah. is. We, we, we yeah. talked a bit about the the sponsorship or the the ticket side. I'm sure also sponsors are are calling in the same way. What's the bigger 
piece of the of the multi-million dollar effect right now do you think is is it immediate ticket sales or is it yeah. corporate it's retail tickets it's retail and ticket sales for sure. Yeah. Corporate partners, what drives their business is a little bit different. It's sort of the macro economy and your business objectives. They're not, it's not as sort of volatile as fans are very reactive to performance and things that happen in the short term. Um, our corporate partner, I mean, we've been not great and had some issues over the last two years. We have corporate partners too that are in sort of Fortune 50, Fortune 100 companies. So these aren't small local companies that partner with us. They've stayed with us through the bad times. Now they're looking for opportunities to actually, how do we put some fuel behind those partnerships to take even more advantage of what's happening right now? Um, I will say that once we, interestingly enough, once we got the first pick, the calls related to the Jersey patch increased. So we have organizations who are now even more interested because of the Connor Bedard effect, right? So if organizations are trying to get to Gen Z's, um, this kid's going to be, he's the face of the NHL. Now we have an opportunity, you know, they all want, we've got a number of organizations who want that sweater on him with their logo in those photos. Right. So it's not sold yet um, then that's not sold yet. That's and we're going to be yeah, really, nice. really careful about selling. I, forget the, forget that we've got Connor and, and we're sort of in, on this upward trajectory for us. The sweater is really important. Our namesake is super important. We're going to be, it's important to us important to the Wirtz family, our owners. It's important to our fans. So we're going to be really thoughtful about who we place next to it. We're not just going to place anybody there. So we've declined some opportunities. We're in no rush to sell it. Uh, but there certainly has been increased interest now. Wait a minute, Jamie. You, you mean to tell me if the Sovereign Wealth Fund of Saudi Arabia comes and says, we want PIF on the left side of the, of the jersey of the Blackhawks, that's not happening? That's correct. All right, there we go, Evan. There's your headline: Piff not welcome in Chicago right now. Conor Bedard is not. <laughs> wait, uh, here's a big one too, Jamie. For those of us who know how the hockey world works, and you have what five kids? Five kids. Yeah, you've got five kids. All right, so you have a full line. You've got a line mm -hmm. of Faulkners, which is great. You did billet um, in in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, Jacob Slavin was a billet in your house. And for those who yep. don't follow hockey, billet is when a kid goes and moves to an area and then families take them in. I mean, is Connor living in your basement? Is that what's going to happen here? Oh I mean, be, it, it seems to make sense. The rumors were going around that we were, Connor was going to live with us. I mean, I, oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't hear that rumor, but there we go. In, yeah, in Wilmette, in the hockey rings, even my son was asked by some of his, <laughs> like a former coach, we heard Connor Bedard's living with you. Um, He's not going to be living with us. Not that we wouldn't be happy to billet him, but um, his parents are going to come down with him uh, as they should, sort of getting him ready to be in a big market and um, launch him. So, but it was hilarious. Everybody thought we were billeting him. And listen, I have a great track record of being yeah. a billet. Slavin's so quite a good that. player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slavin's pretty good. He's done all right. Well, this one, this one I have to ask. Now, all of Chicago celebrates, obviously, when. This kid's coming. How, what was your husband's reaction? I assume this makes his job perhaps a little bit harder. If you don't know, Evan, he's the chief commercial officer of the Chicago Cubs. I mean, there's only so much money to go around from sponsors. And to, I mean, you're, you're taking food out of your husband's uh, pocket here. What's, is, this, is he happy or is it competitive? What's the dinner conversation? Well, his first love is hockey anyway. Oh, okay. A man after my own heart. Okay. Yeah. So he is just obviously personally super happy and really excited about what's going on. It is funny though. We, we, interestingly enough, our Blackhawks fan base has a high overlap to the Cubs fan base. So we share a lot of the same season ticket holders. 
Um, we, some corporate partners, we actually share not a lot. Um, but yeah, the, the, we don't compete too much from a corporate standpoint, their asset valuations, their Jersey pass, their, the cost for their Jersey patch is way higher than, than ours. Right. So there are certain companies that can afford that. Um, so we don't compete on too many things. Um, but if there's an opportunity to compete, we are such a competitive family. It's like, who's going to get the deal the Blackhawks or the Cubs. So Who's who's who is putting out better content? Um, I, and certainly, I, I'll if, answer that right now. Hawks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if Chicago's not measuring, our kids are. They're keeping score in the house of who did better, mom or dad. So There's, you should have a whiteboard right above the of a, like the breakfast table, <laughs> right? <laughs> or ring a bell. You know, you've been a big sale. You ring a bell. I would let uh, that. That's content I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see Connor throwing out the first pitch at a Cubs game or like Connor Bedard night at at, at the Cubs. I feel like there's, and I'm sure you guys do a lot of this stuff, but I'm sure there's a lot of overlap you can do in in a city like Chicago. Connor will be there on Sunday. Yep. We're taking the draft class to the Cubs game on Sunday. So they'll be there. Um, We're going to have actually, you know, they have Dansby Swanson, who was a number one pick a long time ago. So we're going to arrange for Connor to to meet him uh, and the rest of the draft class. So, uh, yep. We didn't wait. To, we didn't wait too long. But honestly, it's actually pretty good because you know everybody wants to go see Wrigley Field in the summertime. The fact that we can make that happen for them um, and create a great experience is is good for the players and their families. I'm sitting here doing the math. My kid is a bantam major, just turned 14, so good chance he can play with Connor. But I don't want to <laughs> send decade, them just yeah. anywhere. <laughs> I'm sure the Chicago Steel are going to be interested. That you know that could be something we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what's the ba- how big's the basement? It's good. No, you know, no, no mold, no water in the basement. No, you know, we were good. It's great. I have I have plenty of rooms, and I listen. I'm top notch uh, built a family. That, all right, there we go, Evan. What, what, what haven't we asked? Jamie, give me something we don't know about the business benefit of Connor Bedard. What's something we just wouldn't know? Like you have to be the president of business operations for the team that gets Connor to know that this has happened. I don't know. I don't even know if we know that yet, right? This is so new. It's certainly not new for the Blackhawks. We were fortunate enough to have Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves and other players that are just beloved by Chicago, but just beloved in hockey in general. This is different. When we drafted Patrick Kane, Instagram didn't exist. So this is a completely different world that we're entering into with this type of player um, where we don't only have to promote him, but the league's promoting him. It's, it's, I don't know, ask me that question when we get ready for opening night. I'm sure we will have identified something about the Bedard effect we didn't, we didn't anticipate. How cognizant, I'm sure you are, Jamie, how cognizant of you guys are of not overhyping this, right? That there, there's a lot of pressure put on Connor already. Uh, the, the hype obviously feeds itself. How, how much do yeah. you guys think about, talk about, or, or what have you done to kind of make sure that you're not kind of overdoing it in, in the immediacy? I mean, the world's going to put a big enough spotlight on him. We don't want to do that. We want to focus on the draft class. And by the way, you need more than one player to be able to, get to championship hockey, right? So um, our focus is always on the draft classes. It's how we refer to our draft class last year. They will be introduced in development camp as we're running them around the city as the draft class of 2023. We'll let the world do what the world's going to do in terms of putting a spotlight on him. But at the same time, when you're that type of player, there is a little bit of responsibility. You're going to be the face of the franchise. I think it's our job. The biggest job we're going to have is really protecting his brand, 
from the business side, we need to protect his brand. I mean, we already had an issue yesterday. The Twitter Connor Bedard account was a fake account. He doesn't hmm. have a Twitter account. So we had to go to Twitter, help them get that down. Um, so our job is to really help protect his brand, not just use the brand to move the Blackhawks forward. Um, really make sure his personality shines through when we're making content decisions and we're deciding how to, how do we really showcase who Connor is off the ice? What does he care about in the community? Um, we'll have to take very good care and attention of that, but we want to do that for all of our players. So our fans can get to know them in the right way and it's authentic. So I think our job is to be really careful. And I think, uh, I think, you know, on the hockey side, when we talk to Luke and Kyle, they're very committed that, you know, the locker room has to be tight. Um, it has to be about the group and the team and not just one individual because we need all the pieces to work. So internally, we probably won't put as much gas on it, but we'll be happy when the rest of the world does it. Right, Jamie, we know you have a hard stop, but I think you'll appreciate this, especially in hockey where authenticity does matter to fans. You know, the pe- people know the fakes. Um, I-, I talked to uh, uh, Walt Frazier not long ago. And we were talking about, like, everybody has a brand, right? All athletes are saying, my brand, my brand, my brand. And he's like, I'm not going to talk about brand. He goes, but let me tell you this. He goes, this is what I know. There's a lot of athletes these days who claim to have style. And he was known for the style. He said, they don't have style. They have stylists. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Big difference. So yeah. we'll see what happens with Connor. But uh, I think the kid's got his head on straight. He understands the team, the team concept of hockey. He knows he's going to big market. And he also knows that, you know what, if you don't win, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, All right. we're excited. We're excited and we look forward to we'll, – we'll come back. If, we, if you'll have me, I'll come back and we can talk about the Bedard effect uh, as we get closer to the season starting. Promise. Done deal. Jamie Faulkner, president of BizOps for the Blackhawks. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thanks, guys. All right, Novi, maybe you have yourself a, uh, a patent there, a little trademark, right? <laughs> they hadn't thought of it. Maybe, maybe you got yourself. You're going gonna to go to the USPTO.gov and throw it in? Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We should, uh, should talk to Jamie offline for that. Uh, really interesting interview, Scott. I, I, the, I imagine her, her, her life is just insane right now, and it's going to continue that way for the next, uh, for the next three, or four, uh, three or four months at least, right? But, but good problems to have, I think, if you're uh, an executive of any sports team. I had never really thought of this, and I'm obviously a little bit older than you. I remember the days of hanging outside in front of Madison Square Garden and scalping tickets, or usually on the buy side, uh, much to my chagrin, but I haven't in my day been known to need to sell a ticket or two, and you had to be a certain distance away from the garden. Boy, technology has re- really ruined scalping, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it, we could have done an entire podcast just on, just yeah. on that. And, and again, this is a, a good problem to have because there are other teams – that are, are less less attended that that love the idea of brokers being there just because they're buying from from the team itself. Um, but yeah, the 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 the, the shift here in, in in using data and technology to to understand what your what your buyers are doing. Bruce Springsteen tickets. I, I'm a I'm a veteran buyer. Um, he also kind of notoriously will deprioritize you if you have bought from him in the past and then sold it on to somebody else. So I do think there is a lot of the technology now is allowing sports teams or in Bruce's case, famous artists to prioritize their fans as opposed to the people who are kind of latching onto what they're doing just to make a quick buck. Do you want my imitation of the focus group of one? On, but by the way, you know the yes. focus group of one is a Blackhawks fan. You know mm, that, I, yeah. He was a Corey Crawford yeah. guy, right? Yeah, he's a he's a Corey Crawford guy. Yep, and you know, like Taze, like like Kane, but yep, sleeps in a uh, Blackhawks regalia thing. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a Blackhawks guy, 
and he and his pals, as you might imagine, the team chat, I, I hear it. And I was like, what are you guys talking? Like, you're just like, guys, what is this? And they're just running around. Everything now is, oh, yeah, Bedard. You know, Bedard's going to light up Chicago. Bedard shooting pucks in the basement right now. He's sharpening the skills. Bedard is doing that. You're no kind of Bedard. Like, I mean, that's all I keep hearing in the house. So He's there's got- my life. Not so great either. The, the lore of Connor's childhood and his work, I mean, it feels like Yarmir Yager to a degree, right? The, it's, the, yeah, the, it's all the, those videos. The, you the just stories, see, you don't even know what's true anymore. The, Was he the neighbors are like, my, my, my fence is broken yeah. 10 times, but we don't care. Like, uh, they should collect all those pucks right now and just say, oh, this was from Connor shooting. Go 100%. buy 800 pucks and say, this is yeah. from Connor shooting. Yeah. Yeah. It's Definitely sell them. All right, I'm making you do the open again, buddy. Go ahead. Close it up. Doing the close. All right. That was Jamie Faulkner of the Chicago Blackhawks earlier. He is Scott Soshnick on Twitter at Soshnick. I am Evan Novi Williams on Twitter at Novi underscore Williams. Show is produced. Keith Zanardi and Aaron Greenewald. We thanks to both of you guys. And Cora Veltman, Sportico's digital media editor, would like you to know you can follow the show at Sportacast, which is the hub of the Sportico Media Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.